2: No one likes
0: them, but they don't care. They've got the bark and the bite, or should I say, raw. So come down to the den, if you dare. It's the Millwall Fan Show on Love Sport, with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
2: good evening. It's Love <laughs> Reddit. That's the uh, the unmistakable sounds of Millwall Tahiti, our forthcoming um, single. Our theme tune. Our forthcoming single. Yeah, f- single. We'll we look we will to do it for it, charity, perhaps, aren't we? You know, uh, Christmas re- single. A Christmas single. Get your copy on 7 Inch. You know, oh, <laughs> on 7 dear. Inch vinyl, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll be doing that. We'll be selling them down like the wall we'll throw it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, out of a suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: think yeah. it's called a mash-up in modern parlance. Isn't That's, it, it is a, a mashup. It? It is. Oh, I can hang with the kids. What are we putting on the B-side?
2: <laughs> the rap version. Of let them all come down to the den. Nah. Featuring Big Nasty. Me and Big Nasty can
0: do something. <laughs> we'll sort it of out.
2: Um, gentlemen, good. good evening. Welcome back or welcome. I don't know if I say, Felix, and welcome back. well uh, you were away? You went away. Yeah, yeah uh, away. we missed you, mate. We missed oh, you. I missed you, mate. I missed I've you. been away. Missing away. Away. lot. You know. Um, it is the mobile fan chat on Love Sport, ready right on the eve of a massive, massive game at the Den. It's a sellout. It is. To sell out, I mean... I've, it's, I've a sell out. <laughs> it's a Millwall <middle laughs> sell-out. It's a mill sell-out, yeah.
3: 16000 which
0: Which yeah. means you have, like, four tiers down the bottom open.
3: Well, it's it's the bottom tier of your way in that's yeah. always the, the dead zone. You won't get any tickets sold You there. call it the sanitised zone. The, Sanit- the cordon sanitaire, that's called. <gasps> that's a military term for you. Um, to be fair, though, the club one year should...
0: Probably sell mill tickets a above the top like we have when we go oh. away from home make some more money
3: mill M- M- leads i mean i've, I've got them on notes here it's the great pantomime of english football is it? it's, <laughs> it's 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 it an has occasion a, it has a script <laughs> it has an occasion there are cert- old good old songs, the same songs every time you know like the um Monty it, from life of life it's like the old bull and bush and <laughs> the musical and we we have our versions when Leeds come to town it's it's a great occasion. I actually think it's a big acid test for both club seasons i think if if we do well, it will kickstart our season. Mm. And if Leeds do well, because they started well, and not they? Top yeah. of the table for them, they'll regard this as a huge test because they never do well at Millwall. If they can survive the 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 Den experience, if they can come away with three points, they would say that's a real acid test. past.
2: Marcelo Bielsa. I mean, this is going to be some serious test for him bringing his uh, his mob down, isn't
3: he? Well, yeah, I think it is.
0: Mm. But I think the the It's exactly the same as last year. Last September they turned up. They rocked up to the den top of the table um, getting plaudits. Tom Christiansen was their manager. Is that right? Thomas Christian. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, And then turned up. Big big mouth about uh, they've played in hostile atmospheres. Their goalkeeper had famously played uh, in front of the Dortmund wall. And uh, they met sort of real Millwall and melted as they usually do at the den and we finally killed their season off away from home at Ellen Road in the in the 4-3 classic and I don't know what it is about Leeds it's just they've really annoyed me this week Without I don't know if they're trying to but they have really annoyed me the way their sort of their manager's got an arrogance Argentinian arrogance about him of you know <laughs> certain certain islands are called certain words and, <laughs> and other things but he he just strikes me. I know he's a great, well, supposed great manager, but it's all right being a great manager and talking about all these great occasions, but have you done it at the Den well, with 16,000 people calling you four-letter words I'm not allowed to say on the radio?
3: It's Just just reading the news at Den, um, Bielsa started his managerial, managerial career in Argentina with the Newell's Old Boys, who contest the Rosario Derby against City rivals Rosario Central. Um, apparently that's a, that's a hot hot ticket. I don't.
2: There were hot tickets out there, though. Yeah. South didn't they ban away f-
3: away fans because there was some someone got like shot that. or something. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, might uh, have that. something
0: to do with a certain um, Argentinian wanting his supply. I don't know which one. Uh, probably Maradona. Probably.
3: <laughs> He's also experienced El Super Clasico in Mexico. I'm doing my um, Speedy Gonzalez accent for you si. um, all. <laughs> See. And the derby between um, Bielsa's former club, America. I want to be in America. <laughs> and It's not that... Guadalaj- not <laughs> Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> Shiva's Guadalajara. Arriba,
0: It's not quite the... It's not quite Millwall West Ham. It's not quite... Uh, it's it, not quite Tottenham Millwall. It's, it's... You know, there's... We're a... There's a different level of hatred. I well, just he says, this, though, Harry. This.
3: He says I, I, I can't do the accent. I'm not very familiar with the atmosphere of football at Millwall, he says. Um, so he's going
0: to find out what it's like tomorrow. <laughs> well, you, I, I'm going to put a plea out that like, two seasons ago we played Leicester in the Cup and Ben Chilwell refused to take throw-ins after 14 minutes, saying that his fingers hurt because he was scared to go near the touchline afterwards. If we haven't achieved that in eight minutes tomorrow... You're all a let down I don't want to see Any Leeds I want Leeds Wingers to be so Tucked in You think they're Playing six in Midfield So You know It's got to be Hostile That's That's the main Asset of the den. You, you know um, I Obviously Within reason I mean I don't Want people Pulling people Into the crowd no. But you know As long as it's it's sensible, you know, it, it is an asset, and Neil Harris will want us to be as hostile
3: as possible. He says he doesn't want to play the role of victim in this kind of in this kind of behaviour, so I and mean, he doesn't speak English as a first language, but...
2: That's what uh, his translator said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: did, he, did he once walk... Is this true? I'm, I'm asking you to... Did he once walk onto a ground with a grenade in his hand? I've, I've read this as a rumour, that he once in Argentina, someone threw a grenade at him, and he picked it up. Well... I mean, we've got form of doing that at the old thing <laughs> for a grenade at a player. So uh, Brent, I
3: mean, Brentford, I think we did it there. Didn't yeah, we? so um, you know. it's going to be an interesting afternoon. It's always fun, isn't it? I mean, Mill versus Leeds, as I say, is a pantomime. There are certain forms that have to be followed. Um... I thought Leeds last season were a decent team when, when they were attacking. They did crumble a little bit, didn't they, up at Elland Road. Um, if they can conquer that crumbling instinct they have, then they, they're going to be tough prospects.
2: Well, speaking of crumbling, their front line is crumbling, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Millwall Flew. Millwall Flew. <laughs> the Millwall Flew. <laughs> There's a few players that have had Millwall Flew over the years.
0: Teddy sherringham was one. Um, Bamford's out, isn't he? He's yep. four months um, That's not quite Millwall flu, though. We're, we're talking about Dickie Tummy on the morning.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Pablo Hernandez and Keymar Ruth. Um, I liked him, Keymar Ruth. Yeah, yeah, player. Decent player. Yeah, okay.
0: They're he a decent uh, player. scored for Oxford and killed David Ford's career.
3: Yeah. Um, right, I watched him
2: at Oxford a couple of times. He was very good. I mean, that is, a, that is a, a bunch of
3: players you don't want to lose. You know. Pablo
2: Hernandez is, is experience, is, is quality as well. Yeah. yeah, at that level. So yeah,
3: I mean, it's going to be a tough game for them. I think they'll, if they can get out of the den with some points on the board, they'll probably call that a successful trip.
0: First goal's crucial, isn't it? It will get one year up early
3: doors. Yeah, no, you'll the, be banging trouble. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, the, the crowd will you be know. on top of it. Then so, um, but then you know, he's, the manager says he's been in all these these hot atmospheres, so he'll know what to expect. I,
0: mean, I think maybe. Not having English as his first language might be quite helpful towards him. Tomorrow. Maybe we should give him a dictionary before we go in there. Yeah, maybe a limited
3: Anglo-Saxon dictionary. Maybe there you go, <laughs> mate. That's
0: the Christmas act on Millwall Christmas catalogue. The, uh, like the, the, the fish, Argentinian,
3: the, the Argentinosaurus. Argen- <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Say like that. It's a shame we can't mention the songs on the radio. And <laughs> someone asked for Darude Sandstorm um, before the game tomorrow. <laughs> off no, of them um, You to men, Well I mean it's like A nightmare of his 50s Yeah yeah it? one well, one It's such like tracks, you know? Trying to hype the crowd I, I don't think we need Any more hype I mean It'd be one of these Fake sort of Grand atmospheres If you play music That's trying to Pump the crowd Like incessant dance music <laughs> at the den at ten to three it's just
3: I think the spins. crowd would pump up already Mill yeah, versus yeah. Leeds never wants for atmosphere But well, there's a festival
0: um, in Bermondsey tomorrow isn't there a, yeah yeah down the blue so I mean you're going to have that's perfect hip, time, you're going to have hipsters <laughs> buying five pound pints and you're going to have a load of Mill Leeds rock up so um, yeah be a meeting of what's it a clash of the worlds a clash of two classes economic yeah. classes
3: yeah um, Leeds they've looked decent I think that they all fancy their chances um, if they play, I mean, the, our problem, in my opinion, will be what I call the Swansea problem. When Swansea start to play football at pace and passing precisely, we didn't look great against them. And if Leeds can do that, um, I think we'll struggle. But as Harry says, if we get an early goal and get the whole kind of um, the Millwall thing going, then um, anything's possible. So I, I, you know, it's, it's it's probably the first fixture, a Mill Leeds fixture for a few years, where I think there's a, there's probably a balance. I'd also in, you know, th- both sides will fancy it
0: yeah I think Morrison's come out and said that he wants to put in a Zlatan-esque performance Zlatan-esque so that, that'd that be quite good I expect him to be sort of standing speaking on the third person referring to himself as a lion um, <laughs> doing other random stuff I'm not Steve Morrison <laughs> I'm not Steve Morrison for the <laughs> afternoon um, but do you, you th- know. do you think he's going to start do you yeah Morrison's going to start I, I mean to be honest the only question I would have in the side is you know Morrison has to start because it's Leeds Any other game, I'd probably drop him, but he hates Leeds United. There is no other word. He hated his time there. He turns it on against them. It gets their fans on their back. If he's not playing well after 60 minutes, you've got three strikers that are... uh, Two strikers that are sitting there. If you don't play Aidan O'Brien on the left, which I don't think you should after his international goal, um, because he looks Mm. fantastic for Ireland, to be honest. I watched their game instead of England. Um, And... The other problem is the Tanacliff-Leonard problem.
3: Yeah, maybe we'll come on to that. Um, Morrison says no more excuses in the news. Nice. No more excuses. Um, I so saw a couple,
2: couple of people talking about Scalic and Bradshaw. Yeah, but... Oh, I really like the look I of Scalic. D- why
3: did you
0: play him against Leeds? I mean, that's just asking for... A
3: well, Scalak gives you a, an ability to cross the ball precisely. I mean, when, he, when I've seen him play, which was against Swansea when we were um, unfortunately chasing the game by that stage, he did look dangerous. Um, he looks like you know, he gets to the byline, pulls the ball back with some degree of. It made Tom Elliott look mm-hmm. dangerous in the box. First time I've seen that. Um, so I really like the look of. Um, Shame the
0: father, isn't he? Uri- sweet. We need a bit of Hallelujah. Yuri <laughs> Scalak.
3: Um, Bradshaw, I haven't seen enough of him. Um, you know, obviously one of our record signings. We've got a couple now million pound players. So you're going to have to expect him to, to start at some stage, whether tomorrow's the time to start him or whether, you know, another day. I don't know. But uh, he must ex- have the expectation that he'll be a starter, first-choice pick.
2: So yeah. let's, let's take a quick pause before we uh, continue the uh, the Millwall-Leeds preview. We're going to have a, a Leeds fan on at half-past nine, uh, uh, writer, author extraordinaire, and uh, my old mate Anthony Clavaney He's going to be coming on and joining us. Uh, he's a proper Yorkshireman as well. It's Love Sport Radio. 9.13 West Bromwich Albion won, uh, 71 minutes gone there at St Andrews we're of course looking ahead to the big game this weekend, it's uh, Millwall versus Leeds United, Charles, where do you want to pick up on, are we talking about selection now because you, you, you've actually written a few of the old selection dilemmas out?
3: Yeah, I mean I, I think there's a few um, obviously the last home game we had just to start from the back going forwards Jordan Archer, Ben Amos um, Archer was dropped last time around and And apparently allegedly um left the stadium in a in a in a hufty and then came back apparently um so do you pick him I mean I I didn't think Amos did anything particularly to to earn a pick over Jordan and I would think of Jordan as my first choice pick who would you go with Harry Jordan Archer Hmm, that's what I would say I mean I I think Jordan Archer's been okay
0: I don't uh, touch wood Jordan Archer's been okay yeah um to be honest, a lot of our goals, there's not really been a lot what the keeper can do about them, to be honest, the goals we conceded this season, so it's a bit hard to I think, hard to um, judge a keeper.
3: I think Amos couldn't have done much about the two goals that were you know, conceded this well, one
0: to. I don't know about that. I think the first
3: mistakes came further afoot. Well, the field I, think the f-
0: I think the first one, I think you couldn't have got the uh, local paper underneath him when he dives for it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, just... It. He's not a great goalkeeper. I think if we had had eight million quid at the start to sign a goalkeeper, we would have signed a proper one, not one that's on... I think Bolton are skint, so they're happy for anyone to take anyone off them, really.
3: So I agree, Archer in goal, but then I've put down a dilemma here. I don't know what the listeners out there think. Um, Marlon or Conor McLaughlin at um, at right back? Because Marlon, it was his error that allowed the break that put us in trouble.
0: I think Marlon-Romeo starts. I think Conor McLaughlin's... um, What's the words for Conor Maglott? Well, he doesn't
3: have. The, he doesn't have Marlon's talent. He doesn't have the pace yeah. that Marlon needs to say switched on. That's, this that's is the true, part.
0: but that's what happens with young players, don't they? They go through peaks and troughs. I mean, Marlon Romeo, has, since he's come back into the first team, a bit like last season, he started slowly, lost his place, to Conor yeah. Maglott, and, and refound his form around Christmas time and never looked back. I mean, he has got the odd mistake in him. I mean, the Cardiff game. Last season, he made a mistake. He didn't look right. So if he starts badly, he seems to overplay, overcome. He pushes
3: forward, doesn't he? I mean, obviously is going to be what you want him to do, and I think that's where the error came. But you, you, you don't pick him tomorrow, and do you shoot his confidence completely. I mean, I would pick him. I'd play him. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm just posing the question. I'm being the devil's. Advocate. You're chumming the, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> chumming the water. I mean, for me, Marlon is is the prospect. Connor is a willing and a, a journeyman player and for an me. A, an able, um, an able a, player. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got no problem with Connor. To McCormick. be honest, I'd rather play him at centre half over them, uh
0: Murray Wallace, in my
3: opinion. But there we go. Yeah, my, Murray Wallace. So I, I don't see Mark featuring Phillips, tomorrow. ladies and gentlemen. He shouldn't <laughs> feature, should he? Mark,
0: <laughs> Mark Phillips, Mark too, ladies and gentlemen. For <laughs> people of a certain age, they will know that. Uh, Mark Phillips was a famous centre for Arthur Milwall, <laughs> who was
3: famous for being absolutely dreadful. And we've had some players. Slow, really. It? it happens. Um, so that takes us on to my dilemma in the centre of defence, listeners. Um, Webster Cooper. I'd expect Cooper to start. Um, Coops, yep. Murray Wallace and obviously Sean Hutchinson is injured, so I, he's, he's out of the picture. Murray Wallace so far, and he came to us well. Rated at Scunthorpe. But yep. I've not seen enough. I think, his league, I think his
0: league one is his level. From what I've gathered. I think he gets turned too easily. The goal against Plymouth is a disgrace.
3: Didn't dominate in the air against Swansea. Uh, well, yeah.
0: But I also think that Byron Webster is Millwall through and through now. He definitely buys into the club. I think he was playing some great football when he got injured yeah, um, last season. Yeah. He got injured in a block come tackle. Um, and he's and Lee, worked hard to get back. He's and, a northern boy. Leeds is his game, isn't yeah. it? he's going to want to get stuck in well, against Leeds. You know, you're going to play two six foot plus centre halves. Offs, yeah, you know, um, the pro- the problem is, is with that is Cooper or Webster normally have Hutchinson instead of one of them. Yeah, and Hutchinson is the leader of that. And you do realise that when since we've lost him, what we kind of missed, but. I hope, and I do hope, that if Webster does play with Jake Cooper, that Webster can calm Jake Cooper down, and whoever plays normally next to Jake Cooper, if they make him just that 10% little bit better Jake Cooper's probably one of the best centre-halves in this division for me
3: there's also a danger going forwards Cooper is, is always dangerous at pieces corners and, and free kicks so I would go Webster Cooper what about you, you
0: uh, go? I'd it? go Webster Cooper and obviously Meredith picks himself at left back yeah
3: and midfield now is the dilemma for us all isn't it? we've got I've written out a few names here Got uh, Williams I think picks himself after yep. after that international break we'll come on to that later um, and then you've got any any one of Tunnicleff Ryan Leonard, who I'm very interested to see. And, of course, Jem Carrickane, I also like. But I would... <laughs> from all that I've read, I'm just looking at my um, things I've lifted off news at then about Ryan Leonard and Neil's, Neil's comments about him. He really rates him. He's supposed to be a warrior. Tomorrow's going to be a game for that kind of player.
0: Uh, would I, you start him? I would. I would. I definitely would. I think he's had a week at home. He's not been away on the international duty. Um, I know Williams obviously has. Mm. But Williams... Played a fantastic game for Ireland in the week, sitting in front of their back four. The son in Ireland wrote it was revolutionary and gave both of our boys revolutionary for Ireland to play a defensively no. holding midfielder to screen the back four, and he for was fantastic. Okay. He honestly, I, I watched that game and. He'd done more of a Jimmy Abdul role for Ireland. He'd done all the breakups and sort of just the simple passes. Which he can do, obviously. Mm. He's a fantastic pass with the ball. But his reading of the game on, was it Tuesday night, was fantastic. And that's what I'm told are supposed to do, break up, break up the play. So I'd prefer, if you're going to pick against each other and Leonard be the creative player... I'd rather, obviously, play Leonard because I think Jim Caracan's not really fit, I think, when he played in the uh, Capital One mm. Cup. Is it Capital One Cup? No, yeah, uh, Carabao The League Cup. The League Cup. The, the cup. Cup. Milk, well, cup. The, the Milk mm. cup. The Fairs Cup, whatever. Um, <laughs> the Fairs Cup? Uh, uh, the Data Systems <laughs> the Cup. Data The Cup. Yeah, yeah, all these <laughs> kind <laughs> of cups. <laughs> yep, yeah, that was that. Wyvington's. Other brand, drink responsibly. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, when he played there, he looked knackered after sort of 50 minutes, so... I, I it, don't think he's played football for a long while, so it's it's, it's quite just hard.
3: reading the mind of Neil Harris, isn't it? I mean, the, the percentage choice probably takes you to Ryan Tannacliffe because he started against Swansea. I don't think he did enough for me to the Tannecliff effect. The pick. Do you want me to get the stat out again? <laughs> um, we well, I'm going purely on reputation. What I read, I, I, I don't know the player, so I'm I've, just going by what I pick up. And if Neil, if he's Good enough for Neil Harris. He's going to be good enough for me. I can't see why you wouldn't start him.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've seen. I mean, he was wanted he's in front. He was wanted in front of Saville, wasn't he? Originally, that was the original picks. Apparently. The two picks that we've ended up with are the two picks they picked before they went and got Wallace and uh, um, Ben Marshall and uh, George Savile. Yeah. So you know, if the, if the recruitment team tend to know what they're doing, I just don't think. I think the double transfer window, as it's turned out to be, hasn't really helped the smaller clubs, um, as no, ourselves.
3: No. And
2: apparently they're they're going to move it back. To to, I mean, it's, yeah, been,
3: it's been a shambolic kind of you know got the, the, the initial uh, deadline, then this second. If it ain't broke,
2: don't fix yeah, it. I, really. I, don't, um. I
0: don't generally think it was anything to do with that. I just don't think that. I think loan-to-buy deals shouldn't have been allowed. I think that should have been wrote, written in that you were, if you were going to do a loan-to-buy, that had to be in before the original transfer window. Mm. Because it just makes a mockery of the entire system. But anyway, and then as you said, the left midfield is a problem because you have to pick over Aidan O'Brien, who was fantastic midweek. Drew all the headlines. I yeah, saw it at the front but page was, of leading, the Irish star. was leading the line in a very Steve Morrison, cum Lee Gregory sort of way. Within the first 30 seconds... Was he? They'd gone for a goal kick away in Poland I Mm. might add Um, and he was shouting orders at his teammates to press higher to to get up do the Millwall press from the goal kick and I thought I've never seen this from Aidan O'Brien at Millwall I like this Aidan O'Brien I mean Aidan's grown on me I used to be an Aidan hater I've been converted pardon the pun with Aidan Um, but he for me He's a bit like Fred in the sense that I don't think we've seen the best of them yet. Yeah, I agree. I think that they're played out of position, both of I them. I agree. And Aidan O'Brien could, uh, to me, the, the strike... Morrison, I think, will end at the end of this season. I don't think he has it in him. I don't think he wants to, but I think the bodies... The miles are the miles are racking up on the engine, shall we say. Yeah. Bradshaw and Gregory, obviously, are the first choice, but Aidan O'Brien, for me, is in front of Tom Elliott. And Aidan O'Brien is a brilliant utility player that can play not just... Not just up front, but behind the front, too, as well. He's got that intelligence to, to read a game. A bit like Jeb Wallace, a bit like Yuri Skalak as well. Scalak, well, obviously. That's the
3: name I was going to mention because going back to midfield, I, I would like to see Yuri Skalak start because I lo- really like the look of him. I like what he did against Swansea late and, and in the uh, Caribou Cup. I think um, the
0: important thing is that. We're talking like this. This is the first time we've talked for a long while at Millwall about having options. Yeah, the bench. And good options. Yes, good the options. bench The yeah. bench has got so much stronger. I remember talking at the end of last season when we got to the Fulham game and we were talking about how we just run out of gas. You know, if we went on another run like that, you, we can rotate players. And I'm not going, oh my God, we haven't got Romeo in the squad. We've got Conor. We've got... Yeah. Oh my God, we haven't got O'Brien. We've got Skalak. So, you know, the, the future's looking good. Now we've sorted out, we should be all right. I the think.
2: future's bright. The future's Millwall. Nine twenty-four. It's love sport. Nine twenty-seven. It is love sport. I'll do tell you
0: sometimes you what. wish our uh, conversations off air could be broadcast?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say if there was anyone I was ever going to take on a stag do, it'd be uh, it'd be Harry from uh, the uh, the Millwall fan i I tell you what, West Bromwich have just cracked the post as well. What an opportunity that was for them. Uh, they're still drawing one-one away to Birmingham City. Around seven or so minutes left in that one, gents. Let's crack on with our preview of the game. Did we talk about up top? No, we didn't. Um, And I've written out a few
3: dilemmas there, um, including, of course, Republic of Ireland striker Aidan O'Brien, because I think he's best played further forwards than where we play him. We we play him as a winger, don't we? But I've written striker dilemma, Bradshaw, Gregory, stroke Morrison, stroke A.O.B., and then Elliot, um, who... With the right service, didn't look too bad against Swansea. But clearly, he's not a he's not a candidate to start. Don't get me wrong. Um, Bradshaw, Gregory, or Morrison, or Aidan O'Brien. I, I, I mean, I, I would expect O'Brien to start in his normal position on the wing, which means Gregory, Morrison, or Bradshaw. I, I, I'd imagine Gregory and Morrison, wouldn't you? Yeah, and bring Bradshaw Game on, on
0: later. But um, yeah, Aidan O'Brien. I mean, um, you like scoring goals against Leeds. He does. And he's a good Lassie. goal scorer.
3: I mean, there was, there was an interesting opinion. I mean, I mean, he divides opinion, Aiden doesn't he? And there was um, Tony Monday, one of my fo- uh, followers on... Uh, well, follows me as well, on um, Twitter. And he accused him of all sorts of um, hiding in games and going missing and all sorts of stuff. He's a, he's he a man divides of, opinion, He's a man he? of balanced opinion, Tony Monday, well, I told him, to get, Well, someone else said, get off the fence. And I, said, <laughs> I don't get a sense you don't like him. Um, and I just always... I don't know. I mean, I... I I think Aiden is the kind of player that you either do take to or you don't, and I I, I like him. I just like what I see with him. I think he's a bit of a mill. The problem is, Millwall like we either have a workhorse
0: with no talent that gives everything for us, <laughs> Jimmy Abdo. or we have flair players that divide opinion. Christoph Kinney, Stephen Reed. Yeah, and he's, um, he's
3: in that category. I
0: mean, you know, and and. and I think that's the problem I think football's changed a little bit that we we all want everyone we want our midfielder to be Terry Urlock (laughs) and if we had Terry Urlock now he'd be locked
3: up Uh, yeah, and, and you know the the, the days of um, you know the likes of Cass up front, you know, kind of flying into uh, into yeah, I, I areas they're always... gone, aren't they? And we, we do need something else. But we
0: still play that way, don't we? You play 4-4-2, two flying wingers, two holding midfielders to do it, and and that's not wrong. That's that's working for us. It worked for us last season. I just think the personnel now we've just changed. You know, Saville used this us as a stepping stone. He claims, Our yeah, claimers, I claim as a stepping stone, a stepping stone to Middlesbrough. Stepping I mean, stone. Aaron, you're a London boy. Have you ever dreamed of the big smoke of Middlesbrough,
3: Newcastle, <laughs> <No>. or Sunderland? <laughs> when you're a boy, when you put industri- your shirt on, the in industrial red north. <laughs> <laughs> the red shirt wasn't the Manchester United one; it was the Middlesbrough one.
2: Yeah, <laughs> with the what did I do now? With the sell net across the front of it.
0: cell net. Brian Robson. Have you ever seen a picture of when Brian Robson becomes Middlesbrough manager? They've yeah. got him in a blazer with a with a shirt on and socks. To represent that he's a player imagine. like this was beyond <laughs> everyone in like 1997 that you can be both.
2: <laughs> BT Selner, legendary. Anyway, um, gents, let's take a quick pause and get the opposition view. Yeah, go for it.
3: The
0: opposition view on Love Sport.
2: Yeah, time to get your opposition view. And joining me now is uh, is a man that was, uh, he was, he was he once taught me, you know. He taught you. <laughs> yeah,
3: he's taught you. To be a you. professional <laughs> northerner. <governor. laughs> <Like>, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> uh, it's Anthony the author, writer, and uh, sports journalist extraordinaire. And more importantly, he's a, he's a Leeds fan. He's a Leeds fan. Evening, Anthony. Good evening. Good to have you with us, pal. I know you've been uh, schlepping up and down the country today. Um, first and foremost, um, you know, Leeds. Well, I've
1: been, ta- I've been taking my son up to uh, Manchester University, which for me is uh, <clears throat> almost criminal criminal that he's going
0: there. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember couldn't go actually, to Leeds, couldn't go to Leeds <laughs> Uni. Oh dear. Yeah,
1: yeah, I tried to get him to go to Leeds, but no, he's going to Manchester, I don't know
2: why. I actually remember you speaking to you about it and you, you, you were deeply, deeply devastated back then yes. when, he, when he applied for it, but uh, I, I can't imagine what you're feeling like right now. Uh, I can't imagine what you're feeling about, you know, your, your front line because it's depleted, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I know. You know, it's all going to come crashing down against Millwall we made such a brilliant start to the season, Um, and of course we always go to the den, and they always rough us up a bit, and uh, we get found out, and then we plunge down into mid-table mediocrity. I like him, Aaron. Um, (laughs) He's uh, he's growing on me already. (laughs) This this is deja
0: vu last year. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's exactly the same. When we were at top of the table September last year, and uh, went to Millwall, got turned over.
2: What, what, what's, the, what's the difference though this year under Bielsa um, things seem to seem, things seem to be different everyone is actually taking notice of yeah. Leeds without, without you know looking at the future going yeah they're going to crumble people actually think of Leeds as a real real contender yeah. for, for automatic I mean what is different under Bielsa
1: well he is a footballing genius and we've had about 753 managers in the last uh, you know 10 years <laughs> Um, And at last, we've found someone who is a top-class manager. And the fact that he's mentor to Guardiola and Pochettino, you know, um, and Mourinho um, respects him, says it all. And for Leeds United, who are, even though we were just joking earlier, I mean, the people who hate Leeds United admit that they are one of the big names in English football. But um, to have been 14 years out of the Premier League, I think that we've finally got a manager who is a genius, and he's in the tradition of the great Don. The great Don Revy. That's high, uh, high praise,
3: who, Anthony. That is high praise. I know.
1: Well, I think uh, the, simi- the, the similarities are his absolute obsession with detail. And um, that's the first thing. Second of all, he has a lot of s- sort of eccentric ways about him, but they seem to work. Like he sits on a bucket, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, well,
3: that's going to draw some comment tomorrow if he brings his bucket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the magic bucket, you know, it's actually uh, doing the trick. <laughs> and Don, Don, of course, used to have his lucky blue suit that he wore for a few years, and it all sort of fraying around the edges. And uh, Alan Clark at one point said, "You know, you can see your um, your backside, Gaffer, because he, he, he was he was determined to wear his lucky blue suit." And I think Bielsa's um, in the mould of Revy, um, He's absolutely, you know, obsessed about football. Doesn't miss a trick, and finally he's got us playing that sort of high pressing, you know, attacking game, which the Leeds crowd love. Now the Leeds crowd, again, whatever you think about them, are one of the, the sort of most loyal, passionate, uh, you know, fan bases in football, and and they love to see their team attacking and giving it, you know, 100% and getting stuck in, but also pushing and not not sort of resting on their laurels. And I think Bielsa's connected with this Leeds United crowd, so. It's all going swimmingly until we go
0: to the den and get turned over. I, I mean, the only thing that I've heard negative about Bielsa sides are their tendency to blow out around sort yeah. of the end of <laughs> the season, um, yeah. which doesn't really bode well for English football with no winter breaks and, and stuff. I think yeah. I don't think necessarily if you lose tomorrow to us, as as is the standard, yeah. leads at the den thing. <laughs> I I think yeah. that. You, you. The thing is, is, obviously you're a big club in the division. It'd be childish yeah. to turn around and say anything else. But thank you. When it when it comes to sort of a Leeds blowout, there is no quite club in the country <laughs> I think that, as a blowout like Leeds do, it's either we're going to win the league or suddenly you don't win in nine yeah. games and you sack the manager yeah. and get a new manager yeah. and the same problems keep happening.
3: Something's always interested me, Anthony, and I'd like to hear what you think is that Le- yeah. Leeds have always struggled against Millwall and it's always fascinated me as to why because um, you know Le- Leeds are, as, as Harry said, I mean a-, a big club, big resources, big stadium <clears throat> and yet somehow uh, our-, our little club seems to get under the, the collective skin of-, of-, of the Leeds United and it's always fascinated me as to why that would be because um, yeah. it-, it does seem a that particu- we do seem to rankle particularly, don't we, for Leeds fans and, and Le- the Leeds yeah, United club. Um-
1: there are, there are a few clubs like this which actually wine leads up, I mean, Cardiff's another. Um, and every time we go to somewhere like Cardiff or Millwall, we absolutely get wound up. Uh, they get under our skin. Um, and and I think that, you know, Bielsa's hopefully going to apply his magic touch and stop that happening. Mm. But I do, I do take the point, um, and it's a very good point, that Bielsa teams blow up towards the end of the season. The reason is, He puts, uh, you know, he makes them um, train hard, so hard, uh, and, you know, they they come in for like two training sessions a day. Um, He kind of reminds me, I know I've said he reminds me of um, Don Revy, but, you know, Howard Wilkinson went, and that was the last Englishman to, you know, win the the league, but his lead side of 92, they trained really hard. Um, They were super fit, but um, can they in the championship can you keep it up towards the end of the season you know the amount of games you play two a week um, by the time it gets to the end of the season I think we'll be knackered uh, well
3: you've got some big injury losses yeah. already there isn't it? you know, with Bamford out Hernandez and, and Kemal Roof so that's, that's a you know, that's that's a that's a big loss early in the season, isn't it?
0: Plus as well to add to that as well, you will have the mental pressure, a bit like Liverpool in the sense of can we finally do it? Like mm. I think a couple of years ago when you had Chris Wood up front, you sort of were in the playoff race and it all sort of crumbled in a sort of very um sort of Liverpool esque way, if you know what I mean. So
2: I think we've lost Anthony. We're gonna try and get him back. Mm. Um as soon as possible. I mean, the line just uh, the line just seemed to. It's probably up there uh, in Yorkshire. Uh, it? I think sometimes the lines come down. BT selling it. He's yeah. actually he's a, BTs. <laughs> they're still on BT <laughs> selling so are aren't yeah, they? Yeah. You know, uh, Anthony, you back with us?
1: I am. I'm sorry about that. I wasn't going off in a huff because you were all ganging up on me. <laughs> That's all
2: right.
1: Uh, although although I do feel a bit outnumbered because I know that with two Millwall fans and someone who supports that other team. Across <laughs> the Pennines,
3: who so I can't name.
1: Ah, yeah.
3: so that's right. I, I think
2: you're
1: all, all older, old athletic. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> older, no,
2: all, all athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Clavers, you're 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 obviously an exiled Yorkshireman. Are you going to be going to them tomorrow?
1: tomorrow? Um, I'm not. No, but I am. Tell you what, I am doing. I am uh, hosting a fantastic occasion at Ellen Road in a few weeks' time to launch a new book called Tales from Ellen Road. And I've written a chapter on David Batty.
3: Uh, David Batty?
0: Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) Yes. I think he used to get paid completely in cash? (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, thank you. I know this is true. (laughs) And no one has seen him since he retired from football. Is (laughs) that
2: right? I didn't know that. No, it is true. No one has seen him. I think think he did, like, one stint. He disappeared. Did he? At Leeds, like, just, you know, some PR work, but... He yeah. was he was famous for brawling in the um, with Graham Leso for Leeds
3: in the yeah. European Cup semi final, I think.
1: Yeah, when he was Flatburn and it was and, um, it was, in, it was in a European game. Sorry, yeah. um, um, But that as, as we call him, he's uh, uh, you know Leeds, one of our own. But he was he he was paid in cash because he didn't have any credit cards, <laughs> um, and he used to go caravanning with his uh, wife and, t- and kids. In uh, North Yorkshire, that was his idea. You know of the stereotype holiday.
0: about Yorkshiremen being tight. <laughs> yeah, I think David Batty he's sounding more and more like a proper Yorkshireman the more you talk.
1: Yes, but you <laughs> Do know.
0: Ma- Did he have it buried in a mattress by any chance? That's why he's never left his ass. He's got like a gazillion quid sitting indoors. At oh, the same dear. time,
1: at the same time, bats is like one of the you know one of the great sort of underrated players of English football nobody remembers him but I do I play remember him in, missing too.
0: a penalty against Argentina
1: Ew. yeah but you know no, he didn't get the stick that um, you know Southgate Waddle or uh, Pearson got I mean he, he just got on with it and so I'm not going to the Millwall game tomorrow because I am actually ironically up in Leeds tomorrow but <clears throat> what I will say we've now got so many injuries and particularly our front line I don't know who we're going to play up front tomorrow and I think you know, I fear the worst because we've got no strength in depth. And the genius of Bielsa is that he's got players who last season uh, performed in a mediocre uh, best way to perform brilliantly. You know, the likes of Hernandez, um, Saiz, uh, Alioski. But we've got now, in- and Hernandez, our best player, is out tomorrow. Uh, Roof, who's, who's on fire, is out. Uh, I fancy, you know, Steve Morrison to, uh, you know, um, do one... Doing on us again. He hates Leeds because he had he was given a bad t- a rough time by our fans because he was, frankly, you know, rubbish when he played for Leeds. But actually, he's a Mill, you know, Millwall legend. So uh, I think it, I think uh, Steve Morrison is going
0: to. Um I think we'll have to get him a rascal to make any difference, <laughs> mate. I think <laughs> Since January, he's lost half, maybe two or three <laughs> yards of pace. <laughs> the wrong um, I think what wrong right. he, yeah. I mean, I, think know, be- I see
1: a story. They <laughs> so said he's going to. Be like Ibra Be yeah Abraham he said he 's going to put
0: on his latin esque performance, so i 'm expecting him to turn <laughs> up saying, "I am a lion and speaking <laughs> in the third person. If, if the is game that, is, is that
1: his sense of humour, I don't understand it. Uh, Morrison if, doesn't uh, have a sense of
0: humour. Morrison once moaned at Millwall fans for celebrating winning at Wembley, so um,
3: <laughs> he, he's miserable all the way round. So um, if the game is, so half, is half as entertaining as that game at Ellen Road,
2: Anthony, I think it'd be a, uh, yeah, an incredible yes. game, and as long as we, as long as we yeah. win that. Nick will be bringing I, his rascal out the garage as well. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, uh,
1: I mean, I mean, the final thing to say is that um, in terms of uh, why we do so badly at Millwall. In a way, we are a bit like the Millwall of the North in that, you know, nobody hates us and we don't care. Mm. And, you know, Leeds, and I'm glad you haven't mentioned it, but I was just waiting. Uh, I had a certain reputation, let's say, for for being a little little bit on the dirty side. Mm. And um, both sides, I think, have been, uh, both clubs, have been wrongly maligned over the years, you know, and, and have been sort of picked out as bad examples in terms of not just their teams but their fans, but both clubs have a great commitment to community, and I think Millwall uh, have a wonderful sense of community and, and do put a lot into the community, and the same with Leeds. So, in a way, we kind of it's a mirror image when we go and play Millwall. It's like we're playing a team a bit like ourselves, but not quite with the, the same high, you know, status and the big history. But um, and and for some reason, we get um, not kicked kicked off the pitch, but we we, we, we just get. Sort of um, uh, slightly roughed up, really riled and wound up, and um, we can't we can't handle it. And I think the same will happen tomorrow. I think we're going to we're going to lose. And I think um, you know, unfortunately, uh, I, I can't see. I know you're saying Leeds are nailed on for promotion, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. But Bielsa, I mean, I have a lot of respect for him. We just haven't got strength in depth. Uh, and you know, Bielsa doesn't really know the championship. He is a fantastic manager, but. Is he, he's not a Tony Pulis is he? he's not the kind of person who can get us out
2: of the championship he's not, he's, he's not a wily old dog is what you're no. trying to say Carlos yeah. give, give us a, a score prediction very quickly for tomorrow pal
1: I think Mill will win 1-0 and I think um, uh, Zlatan, I'm sorry uh, <laughs> Morrison will score
2: <laughs> You are the first opposition viewer to ever go against their own Third team yeah, but right. we love you for it. Anthony, thank you very much for joining us, pal. would love to see you down here at some point soon. Anthony Clevain author, writer, journalist and Leeds fan. Well, Court like tennis yeah, Love like Sport. <laughs> yeah, Love Sport here, 12 minutes to 10 o'clock I, I couldn't really believe that we had, we had a fan on who Went against his own club. Fair play, he was a good guest. I thought he was an interesting guy. And once again, listeners, all the
3: best stories are in between the advert breaks. (laughs) (laughs) This one with Aaron. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Maybe we'll
0: have to do like (laughs) a Love
3: Sport uncut (laughs) version.
0: Do
2: you know what? We should do it, host it from (laughs) Armand's. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we go mansy so we we sit on the fence so we've had one and one
2: yeah fair enough all right cool we'll have we'll have we'll have one more. Take we'll, we'll, on take our we'll take our mics the... we'll take our mics and we'll sit and we'll just reminisce <laughs> well, I mean, when we, or maybe we'll do it when we go
0: to reading and we have the curry
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a good actually idea. reading away that's a very that's good point October, forget, i think don't forget oh what date we'll sort it out afterwards out. i've got to find out because I've, I've, I've received my schedule oh have you yeah i am very much southern based though right which is handy Okay. but just not quite you know like uh, uh, you're, you're
0: covering Yeovil
2: versus Exeter aren't you <laughs>
3: yeah exactly Gone the Glovers Forest Green versus yeah <laughs> the Lincoln.
2: Vegans um, yeah no the, sto- the story in the break was was uh, was, was quite was good, a good one. how I yeah. know how good I know one. Glovers but yeah thank you very much for joining us Anthony uh, it's finished 1-1 between Birmingham City and West Brom in the West Midlands Derby Dan Moore doesn't look too pleased he's um, man mountain of a man though isn't he he you, you wouldn't want to meet him in any form of alleyway no no, no. That's for sure. You know, he, he, he'd he scare you somewhat. Um, chaps, where do we want to go next with uh, with the preview? Looking at the rivalry. Do you wanna, what, what do you want to look at the rivalry?
0: The, the rivalry's mental, isn't it? Because, I mean, I'm of a certain age, but like We're a lot of fans, yeah. that we play Leeds every year kind of thing almost. Well, we do
3: now. We do now. Which we haven't in no, the past, obviously, in no.
0: much of your of your. No, I mean, for the
3: bulk of, right. of my footballing... Life. We, we we played Leeds in the 80s. I remember in, in, um, uh, in I think it was in Division Division three or two at that time. I remember playing about 84, 85, and then of course in the first division. But we we rarely played Leeds. But in recent times, we've become a bugbear. So we, we get under their skin But well, yeah. we play them regularly You know
0: I remember I was at the Yellow Road game where Jody Morris scored the penalty Which yeah. seemed to start off The rivalry Last minute Sort of Full on um, <laughs> gonna... And then since Sort of I think that's about oh five, And I think since then We've just grown A level of hatred Towards each other That is growing year on year. The, the, or sort
3: the of rivalry stems from Leeds being famous in their day. They were yep. a big club. They were, you know, um, league champions in the seventies, and expectations of being European Cup winners, and, and blah blah blah. And because they were a big club, falling upon hard times, that, that, that they have celebrity status, and there's a bit like Frank Lampard the other week. You know, yeah, we, we we have no real rival with him, but we just love to get under the celebrity status. Yeah, we skin. like to we like to obliterate
0: celebrity. We, we like we like to we show do. sort <laughs> of fame that we yeah contempt almost.
3: You know, Um, you wouldn't have a politician turn up at Millwall because you know the answer to what happened before that. Plus, Leeds brought a certain reputation with them, um, which we... Probably don't need to go into on this show, but um, that was very real. And of course, we regarded ourselves as the last word on well, that.
2: Are, 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 are you talking about the dirty leads no, reputation? Uh, well, not just
3: that. Uh, maybe
0: some dirty leads fans. Maybe yeah. I mean, in, in the
3: day, that's they, they had direct, They would go to clubs and smaller clubs often, and you know they would they would um, rule the roost. And of course, that's that, that's that's. that's um, red rag to a ball We the were day,
0: isn't it? in the sort of the fight to get promoted. The first year where we knew we got promoted with Jacket in the play playoffs they sort of the next year they were in the playoffs with in the playoff race we beat them obviously in the semi-final the playoffs the following year they went up second we had to go to the playoffs on the last day either one of us could have got there there was sort of a battle to get into the championship obviously they've been there the entire time where we've been relegated once in that time yeah
3: i mean Um, we seem to have got under their skins and the more we get under their skins of course the more more we love it don't we absolutely but they are they are are now sort of
0: they're, they're almost into a sort of separate rivalry. We sort of have our traditional rivals of, you know, your Palace <laughs> and your West Ham, West Ham and your Chelsea's, maybe Spurs. There's quite a lot, but <laughs> but no, But no, they're like Category A, but Leeds are in Category A. And then Category B are the teams you sort of, they're rivalries, but you sort of take a bit of pity on them. So like Chelten and QPR and Fulham, you know, they're, they're not really rivalries. Not really they're, rivalries, they're, are they? are yeah. just more dislike. And dislike at Millwall's almost apathy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to feel hatred towards you for it to actually mean something. Whereas, in QPR, we've got no more
3: hatred because well, the Holloway, clan has gone. gone. Yeah, now, so, so there's nothing there. Is it? I mean, it's never about QPR. No one's really all that fussed about QPR particularly. Really. Um, but no, in, in the in the you know in the league type of rivalries, it's it's become a certain you know it's a certain cachet, doesn't it? Now, Mill versus Leeds. Yeah,
0: it's it's nice to it's nice to have a game with some feeling in it, isn't it tomorrow it'll be nice.
3: Yeah, and I—I I, I mean, just a post I've got here from this is Millwall. He it says it's weird how fans, Leeds fans, they try and pretend it's not a rivalry. Yes, they do, and they tell you at great length how they don't care.
0: And then they get on Twitter afterwards and slag Steve Morrison half off. The,
3: half the comment from the, the manager and, and players had the, the atmosphere won't bother them, and you think well. Happened
0: last year you know, as it's well. It's not going to bother
3: you. you. Don't go on about it, do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like
0: no, I don't care. It's like two kids. It's like a kid in the playground going, "Well, I'm picking up my ball and I'm going home now because you haven't picked me on the best side." But
3: Glenn's point is a good one, and he says. I think it's a great fixture. It's got the biggest crowd of the season for Mill for both clubs. Why? Why not? Why pretend it's not a great rivalry when it is, and everyone enjoys their day out. Everyone loves it. So it's Pantomime at its finest. It's Pantomime at its finest. So you know, expect a lot of um Oh yes, we
0: do. And, oh no, you don't. I'm expecting a Sky Show highlight. So I'm expecting a lot of that wind noise they put on there on games. If you well, understand. I apologise for that. The wind <laughs> <bit of laughs> noise. They put like a noise in the background. It's like. <sighs> That's what Big Brother used to do. Well, it's to swap the swearing <laughs> at grounds now, which
2: you know. But I apologise. We, we, yeah, we had Hander from really Palace nice. on earlier and I said that he would have done very well in Big Brother. I think you would have done really well.
0: <laughs> I think I should go into Love Island. He's after this. Love Island. I'd just go <laughs> in Love Island, just carrying the timber. i just please turn up I get a can Love of Stella.
2: <laughs> I would it. watch Love Island if you were on Love Island. <laughs>
0: well, I think 300,000 people applied. So, um, <laughs> I mean, unless anyone, we know someone who know who's in the industry that wants to... Draw me in
2: we'll, we'll be alright see see, my, my pal who obviously you know I, I, from Germany who I told about the she mm-hmm. said to me today she goes I cannot believe it you know they have put Love Island on the television here and I was just <laughs> like okay and she was just like I was just like hold a minute so you mean the English series that was on like Showing in Germany two months in it, yeah. ago is now like being like stagnated in Germany like they're, they're doing it like they would usually she's like yeah this is correct and I'm just like Why don't they just Google it or just watch it on the internet or something like that? But yeah, they've dubbed it all in German. Oh, have they?
0: Wow.
2: I I wonder what Jack and Danny sound like in uh, (laughs) German. (laughs) Like, guten tag. Um, oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, we've got, we've got a couple of minutes, like, literally a couple of minutes left, chap. So, uh, yeah, give us some...
3: Uh, well, one thing I was going to raise... Yeah. Uh, it was international break last weekend, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And I follow... I don't know if anyone's watched I follow, yes. the new stream service from the Football League, which um, is normally blocked on the Saturday afternoon. They, they have this idea mm-hmm. of the 3pm kickoff on the Saturday being... He's sacred. Sacred, sacrosanct. And last weekend, apparently, um, they allowed streaming of league one league two games um those clubs that take part in it at uh, three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and you know there's been a bit of controversy over it a lot of talk about you know how this happened clubs were consulted I just think this is the way that football's going to go I, I, I see this as a widespread thing I guess I follow streaming on Saturday afternoons bit by bit so that was the first drip and you know as with any worrying. Any leaking gutter, one drip, is a sign of m- I think a football- flood at some I think point.
0: we need to be very careful, obviously, what happened in Spain was muted to happen to us, of Genoa, their big game against Barcelona, being taken off them yeah. and being moved and played mm. in Miami without any consultation of the club. And that's like Millwall. Imagine Millwall getting into the Premier League and our game against Men's City, Liverpool, wherever at home, being taken away from us for commercial reasons overbrooked.
3: Uh, well, La Liga is on some obscure channel. I used to be on Sky, so we yep. used to watch it and you get to know the clubs and players. Now yeah. it's gone. I'm you not going to pay watch it. It's been bought
0: by 11 sports who are uh, yeah. trying to. Well, they're, all pay, on,
3: say, they're all online. They bought not the Serie A. You don't need to watch it, are you? I mean, you pay for no, your a package, yeah. But I'm not going
2: to go further. Right, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Give us a quick score prediction. One nil Millwall, two nil Millwall, six nil Millwall. Uh, it's <laughs> Love Sport Radio. I'm back tomorrow morning with Morts on breakfast. Um, yeah, make sure you catch up via the website LovesportRadio.com or via the Love Sport Radio app. Hit your uh, your Millwall icon, and there you go. Coming, you lines. Have a good night.
3: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.